Hey, Goal Achievers, welcome to the Elite Achievement Community. I'm Kristen Burke, your host and coach here to demystify the goal achievement process. If you are ambitious and visionary, then let's get to work so you can maximize your potential and achieve your definition of success. Hey, Goal Achievers, welcome back to Elite Achievement. I'm going to share some statements with you, and I'm curious, do any of these statements resonate with you? I'm too busy to work out. I don't have the time to take care of myself. I hate the way my body looks. If any of these statements resonate with you, then grab your notebook and turn up the volume on this episode. Today's guest Ashley Rice is a working mama who is an expert on fad diets, fitness, working out, and balancing it all. Ashley, along with her sister, Jocelyn Gaddy, created the Lavender Lifestyle. The women have decided as best friends and coaches that they are on a mission to help other women step into their power and become who they were always meant to be. By finding balance between life, exercise, and healthy eating, I am so excited to connect with Ashley today to learn more about the lavender lifestyle and to talk about being a mama and working out and managing everything. So welcome, Ashley. Thank you so much, Kristen. It's so great to be here. I'm just honored to be on your show. So thanks for having me. I appreciate you taking some time to talk to the Elite Achievement community today. And I'm curious, Ashley, what inspired you to create the Lavender Lifestyle with your sister, Jocelyn? Okay. So Jocelyn is supposed to be here with us today, but her nanny was sick. And so she's home with the kiddos. And normally she hops right in with that question. So I'll do my best to talk about what, to to paint a picture like Jocelyn usually does. It was about um, almost five years ago. I can't believe it's been that long. Um, And Jocelyn and I, we each have four kids. And so we had each given birth to our third at the same time. It was like two weeks apart. I think we had the same due date, um, but they were born two weeks apart. And so I think our kids, our babies were maybe two months old. We were so tired. We were sleep deprived. Jocelyn and I were both college athletes, always super active, but we didn't know anything less than working out at least an hour at a time, because that's just what we did when we were athletes. And so here we are moms and we don't have that kind of time. So we just kind of threw fitness to the side. So we're hanging out at my house or having dinner. I don't know where our husbands were, um, but they weren't home. We had all the kids. We were tired. The kids were going nuts and we're just sipping wine in our baggy sweatpants, hair not fixed, no makeup. And we're looking at each other and we're like, how did we get here? This isn't what we imagined for us. And so we um, we were like, we got to do something. We got to get active again. We got to get back to like ourselves. So we decided, hey, let's start. Like we were not active during our pregnancy because um, we both had some complications and just couldn't work out and nothing serious, but we just were told not to work out anymore. And so we had been not active during our pregnancy and we knew getting back to being active was going to be, I mean, it seemed overwhelming. It was like, how do we even get there? So we just made, we just made a decision. Let's start with 10 minutes a day, three days a week. Let's hold each other accountable. And so we did that. And when we started that, we started our Instagram page. Um, at the time it was our balance in progress, uh, just to hold ourselves accountable and put out there what we were doing. 
And Jocelyn, she was a busy working mom. Um, and I was a stay at home mom. So well, you had two different angles. Women could really relate to us, whether they were a stay at home mom or a busy working mom. And they saw that we were able to do it and get it done and make ourselves a priority. And it started out 10 minutes a day. And then it grew to 30 minutes a day, four to five days a week. Um, but we never really did more than that. And, and we started getting results. So we had women reaching out to us and they're like, how are you doing this? Teach me your ways. And Jocelyn and I realized wow, we could impact women. Jocelyn and I each have a degree in health and fitness management. So we were always into fitness and, and we were personal trainers back in college and right out, right out of college. And so we always had a love for that, but we got away from it after college. So to have women reaching out and asking these kind of questions, it's like, oh my gosh, we're getting back to where we started and what we love. So it was really cool. In 2018, that was 2016. In 2018, we decided to start a blog, The Lavender Lifestyle. We changed our Instagram from our balance and progress to The Lavender Lifestyle. And we put out tips and tricks on how to help women um, on their fitness journey. And it, it was a lot of fun, um, but we always had this dream of creating programs and putting our programs out there. At the beginning of 2020, we, we had written a program, we tested it with our community, and then we, we launched it in 2020. We didn't feel like we were really um, reaching people like we wanted to. And so in the summer of 2020, we decided to do our one-on-one fitness coaching program. But at that point, we were able to really help women get results. We could guide them from start to finish and help them not only transform their body, but their mind. And I mean, it's so much more than like a physical transformation. We're helping women completely transform the way they think about themselves, the way they love their body, their confidence. It's just so much more than a physical transformation. And it's just so great to be able to do this. Jocelyn and I literally pinch ourselves every day that we get to do what we get to do. So it's pretty cool. I am so excited to learn more. And I'll start by saying I struggle with how long I should be working out. In my my 20s, I used to work out hardcore. If it wasn't an hour, it just didn't count in my mind. How do you help women shift their mindset around what counts as a workout? I love this question so much because Jocelyn and I were all or nothing before kids, for sure. And even after kids, I mean, it just became nothing. It became nothing because... um, we didn't have time for the hour workouts. And and it was like, well, what's even the point, right? But when we started showing up consistently for 10 minutes a day, and then that grew to 30 minutes a day. And now I work out 30 minutes a day, four to five days a week. But some of those workouts are just a 10 to 15 minute high intensity interval training workout. And I learned that really the magic happens in the consistency. And if you are consistently showing up for yourself, that is where you're going to start seeing results. Also, it's important that you give it your all when you do show up, but there really isn't a magic number and it doesn't have to be a long time. We tell our clients all the time, your workouts don't have to take a long time. We tell our clients in our community all the time, something is always better than nothing. Um, and, And to shoot for progress over perfection. So if you're somebody who is just getting started You can start with 10 minutes a day, start moving your body, make sure you're challenging yourself, but just get started and then shoot 
for progress. So always trying to make a little bit of progress. You can increase the amount of time you work out. You can increase the intensity of your workouts, or you can increase the amount of weight that you're using with your workouts. All of those things are going to help you make progress. Um, but there's no magic number that you need to reach in order to be perfect. Cause we don't want to shoot for perfection. So many parallels with fitness and the goal achievement process. I love how you said the magic happens in the consistency. And I agree with you so much there, Ashley. I I think sometimes, especially as women, we strive for perfection and it's all or nothing. We either worked out seven days or we failed on our workout journey. I'm hearing you say something is always better than nothing and aim for progress. Help me understand the background of the Lavender Lifestyle. Where did the name come from? We get this a lot. Jocelyn and I are sisters and our maiden name is Lavender. So when we got married, obviously we lost the coolest last name ever. And we felt like we had to continue it somehow. It's been really cool to use that as our as our business name as well. It is a really awesome last name, Lavender I love that meaning, connecting your roots to your business. Tell us more about TLL Fit. The Lavender Lifestyle is more our blog. It's our Instagram name. Um, And then when we started the one-on-one coaching and in the fitness programs, that's when TLL Fit was born. And so that is the the programming side of the Lavender Lifestyle, Um, just helping women find the healthiest versions of themselves through our programs. Why do you think fitness and health are so important? Oh, so many reasons. Oh my gosh. I don't even know where to start with that. Many of our clients come to us because they want to reach a certain size or shape or weight. Um, But we really try to educate these women on not focusing on their outer appearance, not focusing on the physique changes because diet culture, I think just force feeds us this information, um, that in order to achieve a certain size, shape or whatever you have to eat less. And so by focusing on a size or a shape or a weight, I feel like it creates poor habits, um, or habits that aren't healthy. Um, and so our goal at the lavender lifestyle is to help achieve overall health, right? And um, get our clients healthy from the inside out and our community. Health is important for immunity. Like right now, especially with the pandemic and what's going on in the world, when you are healthy, your immune system is going to be higher. And when I say healthy, I'm talking stress levels. I'm talking sleep. I'm talking um, choosing more whole natural foods, moving your body, things like that. And and again, it's progress over perfection. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. Someone could be so far from feeling like they're healthy and just be like, Oh, I don't even know where to start, but just start by moving your body. Just start by um, making sure you're getting more sleep, drinking 90 ounces of water. And um, you know, a, a little will go a long ways. Health is important for, for that reason to increase your immunity. We see women come to us and and get started on a fitness journey and they become so much more confident, not only because they're seeing physique changes, but because they're doing something for themselves. And that's huge. And it also gives them more energy. I think when you're trying to achieve health and you show up every day for yourself, you have the confidence of I'm able to commit to myself and follow through on something. And that's huge too. 
I, th- I just think there's a lot of things that that overall health can can bring. I used to be a marathon runner. I I say used to. I prefer yoga in the Peloton today. I know exactly what you mean about confidence, Ashley, because when I was training for marathons, you have midweek double digit training runs. And if you wake up and you run 10, 12 miles before you go to work, I would show up in that office feeling fierce, like nothing was going to stop me. I just ran 12 miles before I started my work day. Bring it on. And even today, I start my day by working out. It's good for me and it's good for my clients. I bring a different level of energy and enthusiasm throughout my day because I've already accomplished something. I love working out. I'm very fortunate. It's been a part of my morning routine for years upon years. Ashley, you've spoken about progress and starting somewhere. Do you have any additional advice for someone who wants to incorporate a workout routine? How do they find that motivation to get going? Jocelyn and I say all the time, you're not always going to find the motivation. So the biggest thing you can do is just start, just get started and action will create momentum and and that will lead to motivation. And, And it's not always there. I still have days where I'm like, I just don't feel like working out, but if I get started and I, I move my body in five minutes, chances are the endorphins are going and I'm excited to be moving and and it's not bad. Like I thought it would be. And I, I just keep going. And so get started. Don't give it a second thought, just get started. And there are so many resources out there. You can find free workouts anywhere. I think a lot of people have a time, hard time coming up with their own workouts and that will hold them back. Get on Instagram and follow somebody who puts out workouts. We put out free workouts all the time on our Instagram page um, and on our blog. So you can access any of our workouts and just get started. They're all 30 minutes or less, and they can be done from anywhere. A gym, a home, um, the park, your kids' soccer practice. I mean, wherever you can do these workouts. All right, goal achievers. I have to make sure you heard what Ashley said there. Action will create momentum. And that creates motivation. So often we wait until we feel motivated, but it's the very action that's going to get you motivated. So get out of your own way and start taking action in the direction of your goals. Ashley, I'm curious now, you have four children. You're running a TLL Fit and you have the Lavender Lifestyle blog and you have all these things that you're working on. You've got your own fitness goals. What advice do you have on finding balance between working and being a mama and exercising and eating healthy? How do we do it all? I feel like it's always a work in progress. And I feel like sometimes something is going to take more time than you probably would like, or you might've planned on. And so it's always a work in progress. You know, I'm always trying to stay balanced. And just when I think I've got it mastered, then something happens. And I'm like, ah, that's not what I had planned. But then we work to get things back into a flow. But um, I think for me, it's really planning ahead. And I'm not an organized person by any means. It's something I have to really work at. And I think looking at your week ahead of time, figuring out what you have going on and planning, planning is everything. So we always tell our clients and something that we do all the time is take a look at our week, we'll schedule our workouts ahead of time, like we schedule an appointment, um, and, and then we show up for those appointments with ourselves. And if for some reason something comes up, if life happens and we have to cancel, we always reschedule those workouts um, because you wouldn't cancel a hair appointment and not reschedule, right? 
So it is important to make that time a priority, but it's the same with nutrition. We haven't talked much about nutrition today, but planning ahead for my kids play sports. And so there are a lot of nights where we're just running from one thing to the next. So maybe I make a healthy crock pot meal that day so that we can eat in between activities, or maybe that's a night we'll go out to eat. And so I plan a healthy, you know, a fairly healthy place to go out to eat or where I can pick a healthy option. Really just planning ahead because if you're just reacting in the moment, you're probably not going to make the best choices. We're big on food prep in advance, but we don't prep entire meals because that can seem overwhelming and that can take a lot of time. In fact, I start, I've started to buy pre-prepped chicken from a local person here and it has been like a game changer. It's awesome. But um, you can prep chicken ahead of time in the oven or on the grill and have that to top salads with or use in bowls or use for fajitas. Um, and then I'll roast some veggies to have on hand, cut up fruit so that you reach for that as a healthy option instead of something not as healthy I love making quinoa ahead of time because I can put that on salads. I can put that in omelets. I can create protein bowls with the chicken and um, some hummus and some hot sauce or something. So it's having things in the fridge that you can grow together quickly for lunches or dinners throughout the week is huge. And that will go so far. I didn't hear you mention one of the things that is in the Burke household multiple times a week, pizza. Is there room for pizza in my life? If I want to be healthy. Yes, you guys, we are really big on no foods or off limits. Um, Unless you have a allergy or intolerance to food. Like for me, I don't do dairy. I can't do dairy. We do not get along. I love me some pizza without cheese though. It's so good. But yeah, nothing's off limits. I think if you have the mentality that a food group or something is off limits, that's just going to leave you more likely to overindulge when you do get it. Um, Because we're human. And again, we're not shooting for perfection. We're shooting for progress. So if you know that you can have the cookie or you know you can have the glass of wine or you know you can have pizza and you can have it any old time you want, you're not going to overdo it when you finally do get it. You're just going to eat it till you're full and move on. Um, But I think that's a mindset shift we have to work with our clients so much on is that it's okay to eat this and we're just going to have a little bit and we're going to move on. And it's hard to wrap their head around because so many of them have felt like, oh, I can't eat carbs or certain foods have been off limits. By switching that mindset, it's been really great for our clients and our community to understand A little bit is okay, and it's not going to derail any success that I've had up to this point. Again, another concept that applies to so many of the goals we are working on, allowing for us to be human. We don't have to be perfect. If you eat the cookie or eat the donut, it doesn't mean everything has fallen apart. We're really going after a lifestyle versus a fad diet or what you mentioned earlier, a diet culture. And I'd love to explore, Ashley, a bit more. What do you mean by diet culture and how does that impact the women that you're working with? Diet culture is this idea that you have to do certain things that probably aren't the healthiest in order to reach a certain size or shape. And it is all very driven on outward appearance instead of being driven on healthy lifestyle goals or overall health or getting healthy from the inside out. Um, And so when you're so focused on looking a certain way or 
your outward appearance, you're not making the health side of things a priority. We see that with our clients all the time. Um, So many people come to, um, I would say the majority of our clients, we have some that will come to us overeating, um, but the majority of our clients will come to us severely under eating. Um, and that is why they're not able to get results. They're not underweight, they're overweight. And, and what has happened is they have restricted so much that their metabolism has slowed down so much and they don't anymore have hunger cues. Their cortisol levels are high because their body is stressed out from being deprived. And so they're holding on to body fat. They're, uh, they don't have a sex drive. They aren't sleeping well. I mean, all of these things are related. And so, um, when you really start to listen to your body and give your body what it needs and try to get healthy from the inside out, these women, they don't believe I can eat more and lose weight, but it gets to a point where the results, the outward results become almost effortless because they're listening to their body and their body is responding. This is bringing me back to a time in my life. And I don't know if I've ever talked about this publicly. I think some of the people who are close to me know this, but there was a, a time when I was in grad school and I, I was way focused on that outward appearance and had the thoughts, I'm so fat, I look terrible. And I remember exercising a ton. I remember being very aware of what I was eating. I would cut Luna bars in half and eat that as a snack. And I got to a place where it was probably really unhealthy. I was down to about a hundred pounds and it was really, really a crazy time. I think I was striving for control and to me, focusing on what I ate and focusing on my workouts. It gave me a sense of control when I I felt like I didn't have a lot of control in other areas of my life. But I think it was safe to say that I really hated my body. It's been a journey. It has been a big journey to go from that mindset to now working out to give me energy and inspiration. How do you help women fall in love with their bodies and, and the miracle of what our bodies can do versus hating our bodies? Oh, I love this question and uh, gives me chills and all the feels. First of all, I'm so glad that you were able to work through that. I'm so glad because I think so many women don't, a lot of women don't ever work through that. And that makes me sad. And that is a huge, huge reason why Jocelyn and I do what we do. I went through something like that in college and it was hard. I just remember being like, I just want to be normal and I want to have a normal relationship with food. I would look at other girls that would go out to eat and be able to eat the burger and not stress about it. I'm like, why can't I be like, I just want to be like that. Now here I am in this place where um, I can honestly say I have such a great relationship with food and with my body. When our clients come to us, the very first thing we do is teach them to, to appreciate something about their body, find something that they love about their body and focus on that. What we focus on, we create more of. And so instead of focusing on where you're lacking or what you're working towards and where you want to be, let's focus on what you have right now that brings you joy. And, you know, the women that come to us, they're able to move their bodies. They're able to exercise. That's a huge positive right there. A lot of women that we work with, they've had babies. They've carried and birthed babies. That is so awesome. Look what your body was able to do. So there are positives, but you have to focus on it. And we implement with our clients every day. They will write down 
one or two positive affirmations for the day. And that gets them focusing on the positives about them. And it doesn't have to be like a physical thing. It can be what you're doing in your life or that you are a kind person, whatever you're happy about with yourself. Let's write that down and let's focus on it. Um, Because so many women are, so many moms are stretched to the max and pouring into their kids and their family so much that they're not thinking about themselves and what they love about themselves. And so that's number one for our program. This episode is coming out right around the holiday season. And the holidays typically means really rich, decadent foods, desserts, perhaps cocktail parties. There are all these temptations and prepping for parties and shopping and gathering and holiday cards. So how do we stay focused on our fitness goals with temptation and a new uh, amount of busyness in our lives? I would say start off planning making sure that you're making your fitness a priority. You're making time for yourself. And again, like in my busy seasons of life, if I have to shorten my workouts to 15 minutes and get in three 15 minute workouts in a week, I am going to do that. And I'm not going to beat myself up over it because life is busy. So if it's a really busy time for you, schedule workouts um, and get in what you can. Again, something is always better than nothing. Um, And then if you continue to work out, that is going to help you want to make better choices, right? Um, And and I would say make sure you're drinking water, lots of water throughout the day, around 90 ounces of water a day. That's going to help you. Staying hydrated is going to help you not want to eat. A lot of times we mistake thirst for hunger. And so we'll eat and we might just be thirsty. Around the holidays, people like to reach for some alcoholic beverages. Drink a glass of water in between beverages. That will help you too. Um, And then don't be afraid to indulge at a party. If you go to a party and you say, those foods, I'm not going to have them. They're off limits. I'm trying to be healthy. Um, Then you're going to think about it and wish you had it. And so just indulge and enjoy yourself. But the other times when you're at home, try to reach for really healthy, whole natural foods, eat your fruits and veggies, offset what you're going to be doing when you are going to the, the celebrations and the parties. I'm hearing you describe throughout our conversation today, it's not about depriving yourself. It's about figuring out a way to create healthy lifestyle habits. You can continue with your health and your fitness journey. We are so big on sustainability because you could jump into um, a low-carb diet and maybe get results at the beginning, but it's probably not going to be sustainable. Um, and so you could lose 20 pounds right off the bat, but, you know, gain it back a few months later. And then what's the point of all of that work and all of that depriving? So, yeah, um, it's all about balance and you may not get to a physique goal as quickly as if you had deprived yourself, but you're going to enjoy your life and you're going to be able to sustain it. So you'll only have to do it once. And that's what we tell our clients all the time. You're only going to have to do this once because we'll have clients say, oh man, when I cut out carbs, I I got results and I did so well. So I'm just going to do that again. And it's like, why? if it worked so well, why do you got to do it again? 
let's do something that you can do forever and still enjoy life and then do it one time and you won't have to do it again. So that's the goal with us in our program. If it worked so well, why do you have to do it again? A fantastic reflection question that each and every one of us can take from this conversation today. Ashley, what are the big plans and vision for the lavender lifestyle in the future? Well, we are going to continue on with our one-to-one program. We love helping women on a one-to-one level, Um, but we are also in the process of launching an app. So um, we want to be able to offer a subscription site for workouts to our community. Um, There's been a need for it. We have been asked over and over and over when we're going to get it done. And so hopefully by the time this airs, it won't be launched, but we'll be closer. And then at the beginning of 2022, we're hoping to launch it. So be on the lookout for that. That's incredible. I can't even imagine how much work goes into creating an app. Yes, um, but it's exciting. And we have such a great team of coaches and ladies at the Lavender Lifestyle. So it's nice to know that we have lots of really good help. And is there a Black Friday challenge coming around the corner? Yes, we will be launching on Black Friday with early bird pricing. Um, We are going to be launching a challenge to do through the holidays to help you ladies stay on track so that you can continue to make progress and also enjoy the holidays and not feel guilty about it. So yes, come and join our challenge. We would love it. If any of our listeners want to learn more about your one-on-one coaching, the upcoming Black Friday challenge, the app that is coming in the future, where can they connect with you and learn more about the Lavender Lifestyle? Yes, we would love to connect. You can find us at uh, on Instagram at the underscore lavender underscore lifestyle. And if you do come in and check us out there, please shoot us a DM. Let us know that you listen to the podcast. We love to connect and we'd love to say, Hey, so just let us know that you listened. And also if you have any questions on your fitness journey, don't hesitate to ask. We are more than willing to answer any questions. We love hearing from you guys. Um, and then also on our website, the lavender lifestyle.com. Um, that is where you can find our blog posts. You can also email us through there as well. So definitely reach out. We'd love to connect. And we'll include all of those links in our show notes for this episode. Ashley, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us about creating a healthy lifestyle, learning to love your body, and all the nuggets and wisdom you shared around action creates momentum, that creates motivation. It's all about showing up consistently, and that's where the magic happens, reminding us that something is always better than nothing and to aim for progress. Thank you. It's been awesome. You've been awesome. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And with that goal achievers, keep celebrating your weekly wins, noting the lessons you are learning on your goal achievement journey and identify your priorities as they connect to your goals. So you can continue pursuing progress in the direction of your goals. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you are feeling inspired and want to join the Goal Achievers community, visit my website, kristenberg.com to sign up and get connected. We can also hang out socially on Instagram. Follow me at meet Kristenberg. Links are in the show notes. Don't forget to rate, review, and share this show. 
Until next time, goal achievers, keep progressing towards your goals and celebrate those weekly wins. 